Hi everyone, welcome to the Bible Project Podcast. Here we are working together through the book of Genesis and we're continuing today pushing further into Genesis chapter 5. Now you remember last time, a couple of episodes back, we reached the end of chapter 4 and we were told then that Seth's line began to call upon the name of the Lord. So Genesis chapter 5 is this continuing history of the godly line through Seth. We've been given a list of people and we're told how long they live and whether or not they had a child and when they die. So what's the point of this genealogy here in chapter 5? I also said last time that I was not going to read the whole passage, but it is available to you in the transcript part of this message and I will try and point out the relevant parts as we go through it over these next few days. Things get interesting when we come to one of the outstanding individuals mentions here. He's obviously outstanding because something is said about him which is radically different to anything that's said about anybody else. Let's just look at a couple of verses out of the text, verses 21 to 24. From this long list of names it tells us this. When Enoch had lived 65 years he became the father of Methuselah and after he became the father of Methuselah Enoch walked faithfully with God for 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God, and he was no more, because God took him away. So you can see that's different to how it described the others dying. So I want to pause here, and I want to talk about Enoch. The only other person in the book of Genesis of whom it is said that they walked with God will be Noah in chapter 6 verse 9. This little prefix seems to indicate intimacy, fellowship, close communion with God. This suggests to me a lifestyle that is characterised by devotion. Walk with God for me is a lovely metaphor about living your life in a relationship with God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 throw some light on this passage in this section for us when it tells us this about Enoch. Hebrews 11 verse 5 By faith Enoch was taken from this life so he did not experience death. So put these two verses together and it all adds up to say Enoch was an outstanding individual who walked with the Lord and with whom the Lord was so well pleased he didn't experience death. There is something else we should know about Enoch. Come with me to the book of Jude and look at what it says in verses 14 and 15. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness and of all defiant words of ungodly sinners have spoken against him. It seems not only did Enoch walk with the Lord, but he prophesied the word of the Lord also. In fact, according to Jude verse 14, he prophesied about the return of Christ's judgment. But he not only prophesied for a future generation, he was also prophesying for his own generation, those who lived at that time. Have you noted the quote age of Enoch? It's much shorter than the other people mentioned in the list of these first human descendants. Enoch was the exception to this oft-repeated phrase in chapter 5, which concludes each person's vignette with the phrase, and then he died. But Enoch did not die. 
He is what's called translated, taken up directly to heaven. The New Testament also confirms that for us that Enoch was translated in Hebrews chapter 11. So the reason he lived a short life is because God took him, and the Lord took him as a relatively young man. One other point needs making here. Enoch's prophecy was not just for future generations to come like you and me today. It was also, as I said, for that generation also. Look again at these verses again from 21, chapter 5, verses 21. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. So Enoch fathers someone called Methuselah. Many commentators, both ancient and modern, have noticed the fact that the name Methuselah means when he dies it shall be sent. Some have even translated it as God's judgment follows me. Think about that. He names his son Methuselah and doing so he gives a prophecy and a warning. The prophecy is that judgment will come but will not come until his son dies. The warning is that the judgment will arrive once his son dies. Methuselah is seen to live 969 years, which is longer than any other age recorded in the Bible. But think about that for a minute, is what Enoch did is he prophesied the coming judgment of a flood and he named his son to signify the prophecy. And if you do the calculations you will see the same year Methuselah dies the flood comes. So both the promise and the warning come to pass. We already know Enoch was a prophet. We know that from Jude. But he also names his son in such a way as to warn of the impending judgment and flood for the people of his day. And look, the very day his son dies, Enoch's son Methuselah dies, the rain begins to fall. So God says, I'm warning you that judgment is coming, but it's not going to come for some time. Nearly a thousand years, it does not come until Methuselah dies. And it's interesting, isn't it, that Methuselah gets to live longer than anybody else named in the Bible as an illustration of God's long suffering before finally allowing judgment to come. And we'll pause at that point and pick up the story with next time looking at the generations from Methuselah through to Noah. I'll see you here next time.